Good morning. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. Oh. Happy Friday. Birthday today, Adam Batley's birthday. Well, what do you know? Excellent. Morning, Katie Noble. First in. Boom. Ugh. Hey, so temperature-wise outside, a little bit milder this morning. I'm still in my shorts, so I appreciate that. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's Friday. Happy Friday. Great stuff. We've got a bit of a busy day today. Um, got to put up new lights. Morning, Sam. Great to see you, bro. Yeah, got to put up new lights. Oh, and Sam, we um we bought a real Christmas tree yesterday for outside. Um, yeah, it's not. We can go bigger next year. I reckon bigger, but uh, this one's good. It was from IKEA, so we got the twenty pound voucher, which we can go back in January and buy a load of candles for next year. Good idea, eh? Um, morning, Amy Webster. <clears throat> yeah, so that's cool. So, going to put that up today. Um, new lights on that. And then... Yeah. Oh, good. There we go. Right, Bible. <clears throat> so we'll read from where we left off yesterday. So we went to <clears throat> Matthew 13 and verse 23. And um, oh, in Luke's Gospel, that's no good, is it? That's Mark. Sorry if the signal keeps going in and out. I've just seen it twice now. There we are. Um, so we've, a, bit, a little recap then. We've seen about um, uh, John the Baptist. Um, and he asks that question, does he? Are you, are you the one we should be expecting? And Jesus, which is not new for Matthew, right, answers in the words of, well, sends him really back to the Old Testament by saying, um, tell him that the deaf hear, the lame walk blind sea um which is like all the illusions from isaiah um yeah so <clears throat> yeah uh but then there's this whole then theme about about listening listening to to the word of god and john um he asked that question when you when you went out into the desert what did you go out to see <clears throat> and they are a bit like Blinkered, aren't they? Of, I want to see you. I want to see a miraculous sign. We want to see this messenger. Where it's a hearing thing, isn't it? Have you heard the message? And then he talks about the parable of the sower. Um, it's a hearing thing. Um, a listening. Be attentive. Receive his words. Okay, we're into four, ch chapter 13, verse 14. Um, so I'll just read verse 12 because this is about the uh, parables. Why do you speak in parables? Whoever has will be given more, and 
he who he will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken from him. This is why I speak to them in parables. Though seeing, they do not see. Though hearing, they do not understand. Do not hear or understand. In them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. You will be ever hearing but never understanding. You will be ever seeing but never perceiving. For this people's heart has become calloused. They hardly hear with their ears, and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn, and I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes because they see, and your ears because they hear. For I tell you the truth, many prophets and righteous men long to see what you see, but do not see it. And to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. Listen then to what the parable of the sower means. Um, when anyone hears the message about the kingdom he does not, and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The one who received the seed that fell on rocky, on rocky places is the man who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since he has no root, he lasts only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes, um, because of the word, he quickly falls away. The one who received the seed that fell among the thorns is the man who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke it, making it unfruitful. But the one who received the seed that fell on good soil is the man who hears the word and understands it. He produces a crop yielding a hundred, uh, sixty or thirty times what was sown. Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed seeds among the wheat. Sorry, sowed weeds among the wheat. Oh, no, I just lost myself. Uh, and, and he went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed years, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servant came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he replied. The servants asked him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered, because while you are pulling the weeds, you may root up the wheat with them. Let them both, go, let them both grow together until the harvest. At that time I will tell the harvesters, First collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned. Then gather the wheat and bring, in, bring it into my barn. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all your seeds, yet when it grows it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree so that the birds of the air come and perch in its branches. He told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into a large amount of flour until it worked all through the dough. Jesus spoke all these things to the crowd in parables. He did not say anything to them without using a parable. So was fulfilled what was spoken through the prophet. I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things hidden since the creation of the world. Then he left the crowd and went into the house. His disciples came to him and said, Explain, what, explain to us the parable of the weeds in the field. He answered, The one who sowed the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world, and the good seed stands for the sons of the kingdom. The weeds are the sons of the evil one. And the enemy who sows them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the harvesters are angels. As the weeds are pulled up and burned in the fire, so will it be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will weed out his kingdom, 
everything that causes sin, and all who do evil. They will throw them into the fiery furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. He who has ears, let him hear. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. Again the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for the pearls, or looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. Once again the kingdom of heaven is like a net that, is, that was let down into the lake and caught all kinds of fish. When it was full, the fishermen pulled it up on the shore. Then they sat down and collected the good fish in baskets, but threw the bad away. This is how it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all these things? Jesus asked. Yes, they replied. He said to them, Therefore every teacher of the law who has been instructed about the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house who brings out of his storeroom new treasures as well as old. When Jesus had finished these parables, he moved on from there, coming to his hometown. He began teaching the people in their synagogue, and they were amazed. Where did this man get this wisdom and these miraculous powers? They asked. Isn't this the carpenter's son? Isn't his mother's name Mary? And aren't his brothers James, Joseph, Simon and Judas? Aren't all his sisters with us? Where then did this man get all these things? And they took offence at him. But Jesus said to them, Only in his hometown and in his own house is a prophet without honour. And he did not do many miracles there because of their lack of faith. At that time Herod the Tetrarch heard the reports about Jesus. And he said to his attendants, This is John the Baptist. He is risen from the dead. That is why miraculous powers are at work in him. Now Herod had arrested John and bound him and put him in prison because of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife. For John had been saying to him, It's not lawful for you to have her. Herod wanted to kill John, but he was afraid of the people because they considered him a prophet. On Herod's birthday, the daughter of Herodias danced for them and pleased Herod so much that he promised with an oath to give her whatever she asked. Prompted by her mother, she said, Give, give me here on a platter the head of John the Baptist. The king was distressed, but because of his oaths and dinner guests, he ordered that her request be granted and had John beheaded in the prison. His head was brought in on a platter and given to the girl, who carried it to her mother. John's disciples came and took his body and buried it. Then they went and told Jesus. When Jesus heard that what had happened, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. Hearing of this, the crowds followed him on foot from the towns. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed their sick. As evening approached, the disciples came to him and said, This is a remote place, and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so that they can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. Jesus replied, They do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. We have here five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Bring them here to me, he said. And he directed the people to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples and the disciples gave them to the people. They all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up twelve basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. 
The number of those who ate was about 5,000 men besides women and children. Immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone, but the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. During the fourth night of the watch, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they said, oh, so they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, I am. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it is you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning uh, and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me! Immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the, and when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. When they had crossed over and landed at Gennesaret, and when the people sorry, and when the men of that place recognized Jesus, they sent word to all the surrounding country. People brought out all their sick to him, and begged him to let the sick just touch the edge of his cloak, and all who touched him were healed. Then some Pharisees and teachers of the law came to Jesus from Jerusalem and asked, Why do your disciples break the tradition of the elders? They don't wash their hands before they eat. Jesus replied, And why do you break the command of God for the sake of your tradition? For God said, Honor your father and mother, and anyone who curses his father and mother must be put to death. But you say that if a man says to his father and mother, Whatever help you might otherwise have received from me is a gift devoted to God. He is... He is not to honour his father with it. Thus you nullify the word of God for the sake of your tradition. You hypocrites! Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you. These people honour me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain, their teachings are but rules taught by men. Jesus called a crowd to him and said, Listen and understand. What goes into a man's mouth does not make him unclean. But what comes out of his mouth, that is what makes him unclean. Then the disciples came to him and asked, Do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard this? He replied, Every plant that my father, Heavenly Father has not planted will be pulled up by the roots. Leave them. They are blind guides. If a blind man leads a blind man, both will fall into a pit. Peter said, Explain the parable to us. Are you still so dull? Jesus asked them. Don't you see that whatever enters the, man, the mouth goes into the stomach and then out of the body? But the things that come out of the mouth come from the heart, and these things make a man unclean. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, slander. These are what make a man unclean. But eating with unwashed hands does not make him unclean. Leaving that place, Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. A Canaanite woman from that vicinity came to him, crying out, Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. My daughter is suffering terribly from demon possession. But Jesus did not answer, answer a word. So his disciples came to him and urged him, Send her away, for she keeps crying out after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. The woman came and knelt before him, Lord, help me, she said. He replied, It's not right to take the children's bread and toss it to their dogs. 
Yes, lords, he said, but even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. Then Jesus answered, Woman, you have great faith. Your request is granted. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. Jesus left there and went along the Sea of Galilee. Then he went up on the mountainside and sat down. Great, great crowds came to him, bringing the lame, the blind, the crippled, the mute, and many others, and laid them at his feet, and he healed them. The people were amazed when they saw the mute speaking, the crippled made well, the lame walking, and the blind seeing, and they praised the God of Israel. Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I have compassion for these people. They have already been with me three days and have nothing to eat. I do not want to send them away hungry, or they may collapse on the way. Then his disciples answered, Where could we get enough bread in this remote place to feed such a crowd? How many loaves do you have? Jesus asked. Seven, they replied, and a few small flesh, fish. He told the crowd to sit down on the ground. Then he took the seven loaves and the fish, and when he had given thanks, he broke them and gave them to the disciples, and they in turn to the people. They all ate and were satisfied. Afterwards, the disciples picked up seven basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate was 4,000, besides women and children. After Jesus had sent the crowd away, he got into the boat and went to the vicinity of Magadan. Magadan. Here we are. That's cracking. Okay, there we are. That finishes the reading for this morning. Um, just um, one thing that stood out at the very beginning was, uh, he says, Blessed are your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear. For I tell you the truth, many prophets and righteous men long, longed to see what you see, but did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. If there was a verse in it to sum up Advent, I guess that would be it, isn't it? We're looking at those in the Old Testament who longed to hear what they hear, longed to see what they see. Um, have a great day today. God bless you guys. Um, it's Happy Friday, God willing. Uh, see you now on Sunday. Um, please pray uh, for me and Sam as we preach on the weekend that like the teachers of the law, they should be um, preaching the kingdom um, and bringing treasure um, out, isn't it? Um, be, we should be preaching the wonderful treasures of Christ. So please pray for us for the weekend. God bless you. Have a great day today. And I'll see you on Sunday. God willing. ta da -do.